0: You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with Trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to
1: BBDForLife.com. Hey, hey, welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. We are so excited to bring you this episode and we are grateful for the time that you're spending listening to this podcast. I am here with my best friend, partner, Donovan Owens, and I am Trainer Fred.
0: What's happening? How you feeling today,
1: man? Man, everything is really good and I think this episode is going to resonate with so many people out there and uh, it's because if you've ever started a workout or nutrition program, and had to stop and restart for any reason, this is a podcast you're going to want to listen to. So this is a very important subject due to the fact that it is not uncommon to constantly having to restart. So the title of this episode is The Art of Restarting and Not Getting Discouraged because you have to do so. So let's talk about what is, this, what is this game that we call the restart game. Well, let me ask you this. You ever gotten motivated, like really excited? Um, you're, just, you're just ready to do something. Maybe it's for a competition or you want to feel good or you want to feel better or you want to lose weight or you want to just you know, get your health back and something just got in the way.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a common one. For ourselves, which we'll get to share, and with all the clients we've worked with in the in the past and current, it's it's a theme that can really really discourage people sometimes. So I'm glad we're doing this episode because there is a way to move through this.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of people feel like they're alone when they're having to go through the start, right. but what they don't realize is that we all have to do it. And it is absolutely inevitable that we're all going to go through it. It's kind of built into life. It, it is. It's, it's a built into life. And it's kind of like it tests your toughness and it tests your grit. So what are some, what are some things that like stops us from getting to our goals? Or what are some things that like if you're, you're on a nice little roll and you're doing really well, something happens. The, the most common one is getting sick. Like, people get sick all the time. Like, you just can't prevent that. I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, work piles up. You have projects that are overdue. You you have to work late at nighttime. You're going to miss the gym. You get injured. We've seen a lot of that in the gym lately, even with some of our high-octane athletes, that they're injured, torn ACLs, bad back, broken hand. A lot of these diff- little accidents that happen, Vacation. Sometimes you go on vacation and you promise yourself that you're going to work out, but guess what? You're probably not going to work out. You're probably going to be on vacation. You're going to be just hanging out with your family and you know, working out is not going to fit into it. Family emergencies. This happens to everybody. You just never know. Someone passes away. There is an emergency. You got to go to the emergency room. You got to go to the hospital. You got to travel because somebody somebody's in your uh, Somebody's in uh, need of your presence, you know, you get bad news and it can have an emotional effect on you sure. To where you can totally bog you down and not go into it kids activities work travel unexpected Emergencies car house friends coworkers, and the list just keeps going and going and going and going So it is absolutely inevitable that the restart is going to happen but how do you overcome these issues when you're trying to stay focused on your health and your fitness How do you stay focused whenever you're trying to get your nutrition back? How do you stay focused when you're trying to get your emotional well-being back under control? Well, the thing is you got to play the restart game. And you have to be okay with knowing that you may have to stop for a short period of time, but have the courage and the mental capacity, the drive, and the will to get started up again. One of the things that I experience like one of the the biggest and the most catastrophic things that I experienced was the shoulder surgery I had two years ago you know previous to that I've lifted weights ever since I was 12 years old I've been in I always tell people I walked into the gym when I was 12 and I've never walked out and I've always been active played sports and one of my favorite things to do is to throw a football I've always had a really live arm and um, you know I played some quarterback in high school and 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 in college, and but I just, I just love throwing the ball. Like it just gives me this feeling like being able to throw, throw and catch. And it's just like an emotional thing for me. Like every time I see a football, I get emotional mm-hmm. in a good way, right? I'll play with kids. I'll play with older people. If anybody's chucking the ball around in, in a park, I just go out there and just throw with them. But then when I had my shoulder surgery, I, I mean, I went from being able to lift substantial amount of weights to not even being being able to lift my arm up to to wash my hair all the muscle that I had developed in my arm the strength the the velocity which the ball left my hand you know all the things that I had worked so many years for I absolutely could do none of them and that right there was very discouraging that was really 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 tough and we're gonna share what it actually took in order for me to get back into it but so many people that we have seen that don't have an athletic background or have not had, the, had to play the restart game over and over and over again they just give up there their arm gets a little bit better they get functional again they just kind of go back to their normal life but then they'd never go back to the level where they want it to be i wasn't i wasn't satisfied with that so i literally worked myself back i was telling a story yesterday to a discouraged client that is injured at the moment. And I told her, I said, you know, before I had my shoulder surgery, I could I could do reps with 100 pound dumbbells on the, on the bench. But then the day after I had my surgery, I could barely lift my arm. And then two weeks later, the physical therapist started me with a one pound dumbbell. So that was a pretty humbling experience. Whenever I started, I've had to literally restart from that point on. And I know you've had some injuries that you've had to deal with. So why don't you share, us, share with us an a injury that you had that made you literally play the restart game again?
0: Yeah, man. Um, so the most recent is uh, this. I had this back injury, which I wasn't sure it was an injury. Um, just one morning I woke up and my back was locked up and uh, I had the sciatic pain down both sides of my, my legs. And I was like, man, what in the hell? What is, what's going on? Uh, but it was a feeling that I knew something was wrong. Right. That I'd never felt this before. So, you know, having a strong mentality, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it a couple of days and then be back to, you know, knocking these workouts out and feeling good. Well, that didn't happen. Right. A week went by two weeks went by and over that time, what happened was slowly I started to build up a little bit of discouragement. It just kept building. Right. Because I'm like, man, I'm out of my routine. My routine is hit my workout at two o'clock in the afternoon and to be able to go bike ride with the family and go run if I want to and stand up out of a chair without thinking about it. Like all those things were what I was able to do to all of a sudden going to like, all right, I'm about to stand up. Let me get myself prepared. Let me brace myself and not getting any workouts in. And all of a sudden, you know, that discouragement leads to. I was going to be a little more relaxed and nutrition kind of falls off a little mm. bit. And there's a lot of emotional, um, like uh, a taxing emotional effect that happens. So man, this, this back thing lasted probably a good month at that level yeah. with the pain. And then the pain started to go away, but this new lifestyle had set in. Mm. Right. And that was the challenging part because Now I had a little bit of fear built in because this thing happened to me. And I had already gotten into a routine that started to become a little bit comfortable. And so working my way out of that took, that was another four weeks. It's like starting to see how I could move again. And because of the back injury, all the muscles around in my lower back, they got tight often when I started to do anything. So I would feel it again. And then uh, now the latest thing is I, I just started like... Two weeks ago, I did my first real workout. We're talking about two and a half months later. Mm-hmm. did my first real workout, and it was funny. I was like, body weight. You saw me doing it at the yeah. gym, and I'm like, man, I'm feeling good. I did my first real workout, right? I worked out with some of my clients. And then yesterday, I went and did uh, some deadlifts. And I'm used to deadlifting a good amount of weight, you know, competition-style weight. Well, I did 65-pound deadlifts yesterday. and <laughs> realized how tight my back got. So I realized, and I texted you, and I was like, man, I'm starting from the bottom and building up right and so now it's to the point where i'm encouraged that this is what has to be done and if i don't ever do that then i don't ever need to worry about getting back to where i was or going past that right
1: but let me ask you this yeah let me ask you this though how do you know you'll be okay even restarting really really sucks like how do you know that like what what goes through your mind when you say okay oh my god I've been working out all this time, I've got my body Mm. so strong, how do you know? How do you know that you're going to be okay? How do you know that it's, you know, you know it's going to really suck, but how do you know you're going to be okay?
0: And that's a great question. So what I can depend on is just look back a little bit, look over my past experiences and the knowledge that I have. You know, not only do I coach people through this stuff, but through my own coaching, people coaching me, I know there's a process to everything, no matter what it is. So the process with this is I got to take steps to strengthen myself. Uh, I have a supportive community around me. I was able to text you and say, hey, look, dude, here's, what, here's what's going on. Here's how I'm feeling. I'm able to bounce things off of Anna, right? My intimate relationship. Then I have the, you know, my uh, client family, the family there at the gym. Uh, just being able to keep it real and be supported is huge. And then another big one is having the trusted guidance of a coach, Uh, And in this case, you know, that's you being able to, you know, have you understand what I'm going through Mm -hmm. and give me some insights if I need that um, to make sure I hold myself accountable not to stay in this position. And then having the confidence that I know I'm going to need to take this slow. There's a process to it and there's no need to rush it. And in fact, more results will come if I just if I take the time. And so uh, and it's the best way to avoid more injury, because a lot of times in situations like this, there can be this rush to come back. I just wanna get back to where I was, so we missed steps along the way. So yeah, that's, that's how I know I'll be all right. There's that history there to, to lean on.
1: That's great, man. That's great insight, and I think a lot of people can relate to that as well, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so that's, uh, you know, there's a, that's the great part of restarting is having all that around you. The reality is that sometimes it's just gonna suck. And so, uh, yeah, go into that. Like what, what can you expect along the
1: journey? Well, one thing that I truly experienced when I started coming back, because I didn't know how much my shoulder was connected to all the movements I did. Like I couldn't do a proper squat, because mm. I was like, okay, my shoulder's out, so I'll just work my legs, or I'll just go for a run. But you don't realize how much your shoulder bounces up and down when you're running. Mm-hmm. So starting out was really, really tough, but that initial soreness, is really... that That's what really sucks. You know that too. I mean, it's like you've never worked out a day in your damn life. This could be just because you took a vacation off. You know, you took some time off to go on vacation. Maybe you, you were just out for one week. Is like the people that are experienced in the gym and they have worked out, they know what's coming. Like, Auntie soreness is on the way. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like, she has packed her bags and her ass is on her way because... If you've been out of the gym, I've always said this if I ever miss squats one week and I go back after a week of not doing squats, it, it feels like I've never squatted before. Day one, day one. It feels like day one all over again, right? You know, a- another thing was the feeling of having lost everything that I've worked for in the past, mm. which is definitely false because the example that my physical therapist gave me, he said, look, I understand that you've atrophied. I understand that your shoulder is weak. I understand you can't wash your hair, brush your teeth, tie your shoes. He said, I want you to think about something. And he gave me a great analogy. It's he said it's, like, he said, it's like your gym. Think about your gym has all these light bulbs inside of it, right? You walk in at dark, you flip the light on, all the lights come on and you can see all your equipment. You can see where you're going and then you have a plan. He said, you're still in that room. But what the surgery did, it removed all the light bulbs to where there is no lights in the gym anymore. So what my job and your job is, is to slowly replace one light bulb at a time and start to light up the room again. And I totally understood that. And I thought that was a great example because basically he said all the nerves need to start waking up again. All the nerves need to start connecting and talking to each other and Mobilizing and start moving around and I totally got it because when you put only one light bulb in a 6,000 square foot facility You're not gonna see anything you put two you put three you're not gonna see anything you put ten You're not gonna see anything, but after you keep putting that work in That's when you're gonna start that's when everything's gonna start to slowly that picture is gonna open up again So that was a really good example um, the feeling of being really out of shape, that was really tough for me because I've really pride myself on always keeping myself in good condition at all times. Like there is no off season for me because off season for me is going to be when I'm dead. So I want to be in good physical condition to be able to play with my kids, run around with my kids, go play a basketball game, throw a football around. I don't want to be out of breath. Go for a hike. Whenever my dad says, Hey, you want to go for a hike? Yes, I'm ready to go for a hike. So that was, a big thing, but it only took a short time to come back because of the consistency. You know, the feeling of being embarrassed about letting it all go and having to start all over again. I definitely felt that a little bit. You know, my I lost you know, I lost size, I lost weight, my arm looked like a spaghetti. So I was wearing like long sleeve shirts so I could hide everything. So I was feeling a little bit self conscious and feeling a little bit embarrassed. But again, that's that false feeling that you're giving to yourself because your body will remember what you've done in the past. If you've done it long enough and if you've done it consistent enough, there's a beautiful bounce back, but it just takes a little bit of time. And then the mind, the mind games that, that, yeah. that, that you play you know, on yourself, which is really tough. And you're never going to be that strong again, or you're never going to have that shoulder mobility again, or you know what, you're never going to be able to throw the football like you did before. And I told the surgeon, like, seriously, and he thought I was joking. I said, you know, the rate of your success on this surgery is going to be whether I can throw the football like I used to. And he kind of chuckled. I said, I'm not kidding, man. I said, I used to be able to, I, I said, I can throw the football right now, 50, 60 yards down the field. I said, I need to be able to do that. And he looked at me dead in the eyes. He said, you do the rehab. You do the work that it needs to happen. He said, you will be able to throw the ball again. And, you know, he thought I was in some kind of like a league. I was like, no, no, no. This is just me wanting to throw the football because I love doing that with my friends or my my kids in the future. I don't want to be that broke dad that can't do anything with his kids and has to sit on the sideline. I, I don't. I don't want to be that guy. So I was really, you know, I was really like, worried that i wasn't going to be able to throw the football i wasn't going to be able to lift weights i wasn't going to be able to do the things that i used to do at very high level but i had to trust the surgeon i had to trust the physical therapist i had to trust my knowledge like you talked about and i had to trust the patience that i have shown previously in the multiple injuries that i've had through sports ever since i was a little kid
0: yeah for sure man that's that's big um and then there's this, this feeling of getting back into the uh, initial restart and kind of fixing your mind around what, it, what, it, what are you going to be feeling as you go through and how to stay consistent. So one of the things is understanding you have to come back slowly. You have to come back slowly from whatever it is. Maybe you had a routine that got thrown off. Maybe... Um, your, your fitness, you had an injury like we talked about and your fitness is out of, out of shape, or you were on a, a good path with you, your nutrition and you fell off for a little while because of a routine thing, but you have to come back slowly. Don't think about changing your entire life tomorrow. That's where a lot of people fail. Um, and start to feel better day by day. All right. You're going to start to gain your confidence back. All right. You just got to slow down and say, wait a minute. I, I really can do this. All I need to do is take this next step and keep repeating that, all right? So you can, uh, you start to trust yourself. You're going to start feeling stronger again, okay? The more you repeat the things that, you know, work for you, you're going to start to feel stronger again, Um, feeling like your old self. And a lot of people say this, like, I just want to get back to where I was. Well, my challenge for you is to think about how much better you can be if you're more consistent this time, or if the same thing doesn't derail you again, if it's something you had control over. If you had an injury or something like that, then, you know, that you maybe you couldn't stop that. But if you're repeating a cycle that keeps knocking you off, then think about being better than you were, not just getting back to your old self. Uh, your body's not going to be as sore. This is what happens when you're consistent. You'll start to look better. You'll start to move better. Uh, and you'll be feeling good mentally about your progress. And when you're feeling good mentally about this whole journey, then it's much easier to stay consistent. Uh, so... Just, just understand that the good feelings come from you taking small daily actions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know that once you've taken these steps, once you started, once you started the restart game and you're back in the gym, you're 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 starting to get the ball rolling again, how do you keep this momentum going? Yeah. And that's a really big thing. One thing that I want everybody to understand is you have while you're feeling good, While you're not having any injuries, while you're not sick, while there's no emergencies, while there's nothing happening, you have to go as consistent and as hard as possible. And you have to eat well, you got to take your supplements, Um, washing your hands, I mean people don't think about that, like that's that's how you don't get the flu. That's how you don't get most of the sicknesses because people don't wash their hands, especially after the gym. So it's like wash your hands constantly. Make sure you're, you're always, you know, you're not touching your mouth because, again, getting sick is so easy. Creating good mental space and, and stressing less um, and drinking a ton of water, you know, eliminating the alcohol, you know, anything that would weaken your immune system, you want to try to go as hard as you possibly can because it is absolutely inevitable that you're going to have to restart again. It's just going to happen. Like there isn't, I've never met one person that started working out. They said, you know what, January 1st, I'm going to start working out. And they just worked out until the day they died with no interruption in their life. It's just not going to happen. So the whole goal of this message is while you have that gap, while you have that time to where you do feel good, you make the absolute most of it. So when you do have these interruptions in your life, you can bounce back faster. The people that are very inconsistent with their workouts, with their nutrition, with a healthy lifestyle, they're just in and out of that game. It takes them so much longer to get back into it. And let me just give you an analogy that everybody can relate to. If, let's hypothetically say you have two friends, they both make $100,000 a year right? One of the friends is putting away 30%, 40% of their income away. But the other one is real, loves to live a lavish lifestyle, right? spends, 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 cars, money. He's got the boat. He's got this, he's got that. He's got nothing in his savings account. But what happens when that lavish friend loses his job and his other friend lose his job, which one is going to be able to bounce back better and easier? Which one is going to have less stress? Which one is going to have, which one is going to say, you know what, I can take about three months off, four months off, maybe even a year off because I've been really diligent over the past 20 years of saving my money. But then the other one is going to say, oh my God, I got to go find something right now because why? I got nothing left and I've got to pay for this lavish lifestyle. It's exactly the same thing. Whoever puts that consistent amount of work in the gym, in their nutrition, in their health, in their emotional health is going to build up this like wealth on the side just like this health savings account like a real savings account on the side to where when they do get sick and when they do have interruptions what happens is they can lean on that take their time to get better and knowing that when they restart back up again they're not starting from zero and the friend that had the lavish lifestyle guess what it's going to have to do he's going to have to start from zero he's probably going to get his stuff Toed and repoed and yeah. taken away and so that it could just totally crash your life financially but it is a parody to your health as well too because it can crash your health license health life as well
0: yeah no doubt so those are great examples so everything fred just listed brings back this this quote that i heard about no matter what you have going on you know what to do and so, uh, and the best thing you can do is stack as many conditions in your favor as possible. So that's the, 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 I guess the defining message of this podcast is to understand restarts are part of reality, Yep. right? But while you're able, when you have a sound mind, when things are going the way they should be you, when you have a routine going, you want to make sure you're stacking as many conditions in your favor as possible. And in addition to that, When things start to get a little chaotic, still make sure you keep as many of those conditions stacked as you can, but some of them may fall off. And those will be where you have to restart, but you don't have to let everything go. So this is not a permission slip to throw your hands up and say, oh, you know, I heard from the podcast guys that these, you know, we restart, it's okay. It's not a permission slip for that. It's permission slip to understand the reality of life is sometimes you're gonna have to restart some things. And as long as you have these conditions stacked, you're gonna be fine.
1: Well, and to close this, I just want to go back to something that a friend of mine, her name is Carrie. It was a message that her father gave her, and I never forgot it. She said that the message from her dad was, as long as you have your health, you can rewrite your life at any moment. Moment. That is just so powerful to me. Because when we talk about restarts right now, you and I are focusing on just the health and the wellness and the nutrition. But there is a ton of restarts in life, man. Like the most stark reality of restart is what happened to Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. His wife is going to have to press the restart button. His wife is going to have to figure out how to live life without him and his daughter now. Yeah. Yeah, that's- I mean, you, you know, that's the absolute tragedy of it right but then there are people that are losing their jobs every single day they have to hit the restart button their whole routine is going to change every single day you know we have deaths in our families all the time we have friends that move we have so many things that happen to us that will force us to reevaluate life and have to hit that restart button yeah. but the biggest caveat that it's always there but no one really talks about is as long as you have your health you can push through and make it and hit that restart button because the people that don't hit hit that restart button you know they just give up on life yeah you know they're basically you know hopeless people that 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 are constantly clinging on to the past yeah so no matter what the struggle like you know, poor Vanessa, poor, you know, her her husband and her daughter is gone, right? And somehow, some way, man, she's going to have to find the strength for her other kids to be able to hit that restart button at some point and realize that life is going to have to go forward because my man is not with me anymore. My daughter is not with me anymore. And it's just bone chilling. It's just bone chilling to even think about that. And you would hate for anyone, not just a celebrity, but just anyone to go through that. But hopefully she can stay healthy mentally and physically so she can take care of her family and take care of herself and have a quality rest of her life. And this goes for anybody out there right now that's struggling with any level of restart. Anything. It could be just a, as small as, you know, moving to a new house, moving to a new city, switching jobs, death in a family, you know, is like, kids switching schools, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's constant restarts, man. If you just look at our lives, it's constant restart. And whoever can play the restart game better has a much higher quality of life.
0: No doubt. So I know you're listening to this podcast and I know you've had to restart and you resonate with this. So you also know somebody in your life who's had to restart. They may be restarting right now. Share this podcast. This is one that people need to hear. Uh, whatever platform you listen to it on, just share it out and uh, leave a rating and review. That's how we reach more people. And we appreciate your time and attention. We don't take it for granted. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to vBdforlife.com 4 lifecom If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.